1: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Um. Hall of Famer John McClain and the day after uh, a, a shocking story in the National Football League. Not the Jets beating the Bills, but Aaron Rodgers and all of the uh, uh, why that would be a Monday night game, Jets and Bills anyway, but Aaron Rodgers and four plays into the season. John McClain, he is done. How, how do you describe... Uh, the loss of Aaron Rodgers. The season will go on. The NFL is bigger than any one player, but just the, the moment and the story.
0: Some people act like his career's over, but if you've experienced players who have Achilles tendon injuries, uh, and there's a lot of good stories out there dealing with the difference in a running back like J.K. Dobbins of the Ravens who suffered a torn Achilles tendon against the Texans on natural grass. And a quarterback like Rogers, an old player like Rogers against a compared to a 24 year old like Dobbins and looking at other sports. And you, you can come back if you do everything right and you get good surgery and rehab in six months. That would put him on target for the offseason program. He turns 40 on December 2nd. There is no way he's going to let this injury be the last thing that happens in his career. He's always taken good care of himself. He hasn't missed much time with injuries. He's played hurt. This is the first big serious one in his career, and there's no doubt he'll come back. And I would like to see, after watching all the hard knocks, the Aaron Rodgers show, instead of going back to California and rehabbing there, that he rehab at their facility, be in the meetings, be on the practice field, be there to help. Zach Wilson, as much help as he needs. You know, they're, they're not going to go to Super Bowl. They thought they might go with Rodgers, even though he's only been the one in 2010 and has a losing record in the playoffs since then. But it was the excitement. It was a big story all over the league. Everybody feels terrible for them. But they've got a great running game. they got a great defense. Their offensive line's not any good. But if Wilson can keep from turning over the ball, and making the bad plays he made his first two years, they might be a wild card contender in a tough division. But I think him being there like an extra coach would help them immensely.
1: John, the uh, Texans week one, how do you assess uh, their their performance in the new era?
0: About like I expected. I picked them to lose 31-12 to 12 to Baltimore, which is my Super Bowl winner in my prediction last week. C.J. Stroud, I thought was impressive. He didn't have an interception or touchdown. Had a strip sack in which he never had a chance. The Texans, I just filed a column for our website, sportsradio610.com. I've never seen injuries like the Texans have in their offensive line. They're on their third left guard, their third center, and their third right tackle. And some of the guys playing shouldn't even be on a regular roster. So he was under a lot of pressure. They struggled to run the ball. And he didn't force it into coverage. He certainly didn't play like Josh Allen. And uh, he completed 63%, I think. His rating was 78. And now Texans host Indianapolis. And uh, so we have the first of two battles with Stroud and Anthony Richardson that we'll see every season for quite a while. I picked the Texans to win this game even before training camp. Uh, Once I knew who drafted who, should be. It should be low scoring and boring, maybe like 13 to 10. But uh, Stroud's going to have three of their starting linemen. Two of them could be back four games into the season, and maybe they'll look back on this and go, can't believe they survived it. But right now, C.J. Stroud, he's not going to have a clean pocket like he had at Ohio State. Everything's going to be on the run.
1: How's our guy Jalen Petrie doing after the – uh, injury scare this past week it's kind of a weird sequence of events john
0: craig he had two blitzes in which he hit the quarterback and made big plays texan's defense was really improved run defense last year they were the worst in the nfl by far over the last four years they've been the worst gave up 170 yards a game last year gave up 110 3.5 carry you take away Lamar Jackson, 38 yards, and their running backs averaged 2.3. Now, they scored three rushing touchdowns and a two-point conversion, but those were all short yards. So Petrie, of course, is good in the run in the past. And he said he was spitting out blood. He spent the night there uh, precautionary reasons, came back uh, with the trainers. And I don't know if he'll be able to play. I'm guessing no. He was one of only five players that played in every game last year because it's such a long season truthfully they're not going to playoffs they need to make sure he's 100 percent ready to go before they bring him back he was voted one of four captains last week they only had four people made a big deal out of bryce young and anthony richardson they picked seven and six captains texans had four and the players voted p one so you know the kind of confidence and faith they had him and him being out already with their other starting safety, Jimmy Ward out, even though they didn't get picked apart by Lamar Jackson, they still need Petrie back because he means so much to this team.
1: Uh, Well, the giants a fraud last year.
0: If you go back, David, look at how they made the playoffs. They were very fortunate. They ran the ball. They didn't turn it over now. Uh, I love all my buddies who are Cowboy fans, all my buddies who are Longhorn fans. We're back. I said, yep, after one game, you know you're back, one big game. And maybe the Cowboys are. Maybe they'll go to the Super Bowl. Their defense is fantastic. And Dak Prescott didn't have to do a whole lot. Uh, we, we were talking about on my show today here in Houston that if Dak Prescott had played the kind of game Josh Allen did against the Giants, and the Giants won that game, would he be getting more criticism? Would that be a bigger story than Rodgers? I said no. Rodgers would be the biggest, but poor old Dak, it would be a close two because he doesn't seem that he can almost do anything right. But, boy, that Cowboy defense is great. And uh, he just – afterward, I was watching Brian Dayball's interviews. He just looked crushed. Mm. Like he's just an 18-wheeler. He had no answers. And there were a lot of surprises around the NFL, and that 40-point victory had to be one of them.
1: Well, is it true, though, that week one in the NFL, you can never under or overreact? Yes, Aaron Rodgers, but there's always going to be a, like Tampa Bay winning in Minnesota. There's going to be games like that that occur, and everything eventually just irons itself out.
0: Rams winning in Seattle, Tampa, and the Rams, and the Cardinals, and the Texans, and the Buccaneers, or that are supposed, supposed to be some of the worst teams. And uh, what the Rams did and the Bucks did, I was stunned. And uh, But, yes, if you go back to old sayings, Ben, and I, this is my 47th year covering the NFL, and it's tried and true. It's not what you do in September and October. It's what you do in November, December. Now with a 17-game schedule, what you do in early January, too, there's always teams that start fast and rebound. There's teams that start poorly and – I'm sorry, that start fast and collapse and teams that start poorly and rebound. I mean, it happens every year, and that's going to be fun trying to figure out who's it going to be. The top three quarterbacks started, all lost by double digits.
1: Yeah, John, just on the Giants game, it was – you see college games that go that way where, you know, teams can't figure it out at all, but never like – you know, usually an NFL game, even blowouts, like somebody does something right. It was such a bizarre game. They don't even know how much weight to put behind any of it.
0: If you think about what it's like being a New York fan right now, the Yankees and Mets trying to avoid finishing last place for the first time in history. The Jets have lost Aaron Rodgers, and the Giants have lost their dignity. And those poor old New York fans, who the media must just be killing their teams and can't wait for the nhl and the nba crank it up
1: john mcclain your baylor bears are zero and two had a chance to bounce back against utah Uh, long island this week because of law tech backing out of a game they're playing albany and long island thank god they could get a win this weekend in the state of the program right now
0: okay first of all uh of course it was interference on the last play if that happened Outside the stadium, the kid would have been charged with a muggy. And, but <laughs> officials don't call that on the last play. They just don't. It's like in hockey, in the overtime, in the playoffs, you can just kill a guy and get away with it. But so they shouldn't have been in that situation. I felt bad for Robertson. You could tell he was limping. And then when Randa said that, it affected the play calling, what they could and couldn't do. But right now, there's a great, column by Colt Barber on Sikkim Sports. Yep. And I'm sure you guys have seen it. And there's a lot of friends of mine passing that around. A lot saying they feel exactly like Colt Barber feels in that column. And I would encourage anybody, if you haven't signed up for Sikkim Sports, do it and read that column by Colt Barber. It is fantastic. And I'm sure there's a lot of Baylor fans feel the same way you want to see them win you want to see them show signs of improvement you know they could have beaten Utah and uh, right now their biggest problem to me it's the same problem Texans have their offensive line
1: well we had Colton right before you John and so uh, we well, good. did a great yeah. minds think alike yep and uh, Mac Rhodes said that the, some in the athletic department have read it have passed some of the information along to him and so he does know it's there as well thanks for your time we appreciate it